I'm Claire. And I'm Liz. And this is The Balancing Act, a podcast where we talk about law, life, and everything in between. All right, so in today's episode of The Balancing Act, we're going to be talking about what it's like to communicate and work with opposing counsel or work with the other party's attorney in a case that might involve some sort of adversarial need to have two attorneys on a case. So, Liz, I generally think that having opposing counsel can make the case go more smoothly, but what are your thoughts on having opposing counsel? Like when you when you get hired on a case and you find out that blank is opposing counsel. Well, I suppose it depends on who blank is. <laughs> Fair enough. For the most part, I you know, I do prefer when the other side is an attorney just because they then understand the legal process, they can help kind of guide the case through the court system. And in theory, the case should go smoother than for my client. But in reality, there are some attorneys who, when I find out they're on the other side, you know, I might have to warn my client, hey, I've worked with this attorney as opposing counsel before, and they really aren't very good at managing client expectations. So unfortunately, your case probably isn't going to settle right away. That doesn't mean that I, you know, close the door on settlement, but I prefer to kind of prepare the client that I've had that experience in the past with that attorney. Or there are some attorneys who, you know, are what we call churn-in burners or people <laughs> who are out there to just make make money, you know. And, of course, we're businesses, so, yes, we are supposed to make money or we need to make money, but maybe more concerned with racking up legal fees versus helping you know, the parties reach a good result. Yeah, I agree. I think there's definitely attorneys who are so focused on, you know, putting in enough billable hours or making enough billable hours, whether it's from their own pressure or from a partner's pressure to get those hours that they're focused more on that than they are focused on reaching settlement or moving the case along in an efficient manner. I think that sometimes having an opposing counsel can be good because they're not necessarily emotionally engaged in the case because it's not their family. Yes. Um, So that can sometimes be helpful. It's also great when the opposing counsel is familiar with family law or Mm -hmm. whatever the practice area might be. You know, if you're a criminal attorney working with a prosecutor or defense attorney that is well-versed in the different rules and and statutes to know what they're doing, that that's good. But I agree. I think it all comes down to client management and client expectation. You know, if the other attorney isn't going to push the client into more realistic, reasonable places and will just kind of let the client control everything, that's going to be more difficult than the attorney who says, you know what, that's one idea, but I don't think a court would do that. What do you think about this instead? Absolutely. And sometimes, okay, so 
working with opposing counsel, it's important even if your clients are so far apart and they're not getting along, that doesn't mean that the attorneys have to be, you know, sparring the whole time. Absolutely, you can be an advocate for your client and the opposing counsel can be an advocate for their client and you can still get along and you could still, you know, have a great relationship with that attorney. And that doesn't mean that the attorneys aren't doing their jobs. Yes. Yes, I agree completely. I've I've seen cases where that is absolutely the instance where the two parties are quite far apart, but the attorneys can work well together because they recognize they need to have a future relationship with future cases where they might be opposing counsel to each other, but also recognize the professionalism too, and that that needs to come in in a balancing manner in addition to holding what the client needs. And sometimes that's tricky as a lawyer because I think we've probably all, you know, as attorneys had clients who come to us saying, I want a real bulldog. I want an aggressive attorney. Someone who's going to fight for me. And so they're expecting maybe, you know, maybe some nastiness even, you know, towards the other attorney on my part. And in general, that doesn't work well and judges frown upon that. Oh, Um, judges really don't like it when one attorney is obviously being a jerk. And, you know. Or fanning flames to make issues where there don't need to be issues. And, you know, there have been times when an opposing counsel has been so difficult to work with that I have considered not being on the case anymore because there have been times where I'm like, well, is it my personality that's clashing with the opposing counsel? And could this client be better served with another attorney? And if I ever do start feeling that way, I feel like it is my obligation to tell the client, you know, I don't know if it's me, but this, there doesn't seem to be a good relationship between me and opposing counsel. I will not have my feelings hurt if you decide that you want to see if another attorney could work better with them. That's your right. And, my, you know, I make it very clear that my feelings would not be hurt. Which is very client-focused rather than bottom-line-focused. Well done, Liz. <laughs> Absolutely, because at the end of the day, I don't really want to be, you know, earning income but making my clients feel like they've gotten ripped off you know, or that they're paying for me to battle it out. And many times when, you know, there's a situation like that, it really probably isn't just one attorney that's the issue. Yeah. Sometimes it is, it really is just a personality Mm -hmm. thing and you need attorneys that are either more similar to each other or less similar to make things happen. I would say sometimes one of my biggest frustrations with opposing counsel is when they don't communicate back with me. And certainly, sometimes I understand that it's because they're waiting to hear back from their client as to a proposal settlement, or they're waiting for additional information. But there certainly are some attorneys that are more difficult than others to get back to, Mm -hmm. either because they're just so busy, or they don't have kind of an effective office management system to return phone calls and emails and Mm -hmm. all of that in a timely manner. Yeah, it's always tricky to know what's going on when that's happening. And it's very frustrating for clients as well, because they're like, why aren't they responding? And I do find that frustrating as well. It is really important as an attorney 
to be sure to follow up, even if sometimes the follow up to opposing counsel is, I received that letter that you sent, I sent it to my client, this is the plan for getting back to you. Keeping some sort of communication open just so that way they know that you didn't forget about that. Yeah, I absolutely appreciate when, you know, someone emails back after it's been, you know, a couple of days or a week just to say, hey, I haven't forgotten. I'm just waiting on this piece of information or this feedback or I've been out of the office on vacation. I'll get to it, you know, at the end of the week or whatever the case might be. It can be helpful just to have that little quick one sentence check in. And another thing, too, is to not be afraid to pick up the phone. So with opposing counsel, sometimes it's really easy, especially in our our fast communication world of emails, to have like this very, is it one dimensional um, relationship with opposing counsel. But sometimes it's during a phone conversation that you're able to kind of, especially if you haven't met that attorney before, you're able to kind of get a feel for that opposing counsel and start to have a better working relationship than you would if you were just over electronic communication or letter. All of the tone that gets lost in email and letter is suddenly more apparent Mm -hmm. when it's over the phone. And so sometimes you're like, oh, that's just how you speak. Okay, got it. (laughs) Let me take out all of that tone that I was adding into your letter or email and just realize that you're just a very straightforward individual. Okay. Yes, 100% agree. Thanks for listening today. You can find the Clear's website at